Bob Wait, Disney is coming I thought that Bob Disney was all about safety. How is this safe for kids? <laughs> it's not about the children. <laughs> I just think you'd be very entertained by the thought that these podcasters are topless. You don't know. Maybe we are top- Maybe I'm Winnie the Poohing right now. But that's not topless. I know. That's bottomless. Maybe I'm Winnie the Poohing right now. Don't is look. It- this is, <laughs> Don't look. You know, to be fair, I haven't looked the past 14 episodes. I could be Winnie the Pooh. Under the table, so you could totally be Winnie the Pooh this whole time. Yeah. I would never have known. And welcome to the Winnie the Pooh podcast. <laughs> Where we don't wear, we don't wear pants. We don't wear pants. Pants are optional. That's right. It's like, it's like whose line, everything's made up and the points don't matter. It's, this is everything's made up and the pants don't matter. There you for go. Our, for our like podcast. That. See? My God, you've already got great ideas. <laughs> welcome to episode... 14, as I have phlegm caught in my throat. Episode 14, Off With Their Heads by the Mad Queen. I am once again joined by the man who will probably sue Disney for tripping over the Main Street trolley tracks, Patrick. That is 100% true. I will sue and I will retire and oh my gosh, yes. Oh my goodness. We have quite a week. We have quite an episode in store for you. Well, we missed last week. We have to be, we, let's be right up, up front and honest okay. about that. Let's just, let's just lay it all out. We were tired. <laughs> Was that what happened? No, we were we busy. We had a show. We were busy. Well, we had a show this weekend too, but yeah. somehow we did it. Patrick and I um, perform in musicals and plays in our free time and we have been uh, burning the candle at both ends. He's so tired, he can't even put on pants. So, that's right. It, it, it's too much work. So, uh, surprise of surprises, we come to the theater one day to get ready for the show and find out that the women's dressing room is playing Earful Podcast on a speaker. It was very surprising. It was very surprising. I don't know how they found it. I, I don't know if somebody told them. Well, but some good came out of it. Yes. Some one of the How do we say this? Well, one of the women one that were of, yeah. that that's in the show was a friend to Mickey, Mickey and, Donald. and Donald. When Very she fun. when she was a cast member down in Disney, she was friends with Mickey and Donald and um approached us and said I would love to come on and talk. Did she say that? She told me that. Oh, she didn't tell me that. Oh, she apparently, didn't, apparently she likes your bottomless. She didn't like it. <laughs> Idea. Well, now that she hears that, she's not coming on at all. Okay, fine. Uh, wouldn't you? I wouldn't. Um, so, but she was. She was very. She was very complimentary of what we were saying and how we were saying. Excellent. It. It's so. It's and I spoke to her too, and I said it's just so neat to hear things from your perspective because, you know, obviously we love the park so much, but it's always cool for us to to hear the behind the scenes stories and how how things come to be and and their experiences. Yeah. If we ever did have her on, which I'd love to, absolutely love to. We would have to get like the uh the ground rules beforehand, what we're allowed to say, what we're not allowed to say, how we're allowed to say it. Well, she has I to I know we have to point at her with two fingers. I know that's a fact. You have to sit here and you have to not wear a shirt because it's topless. <laughs> All right, now she's totally oh, not going to come on the show. Bottomless she was in. Bottomless she was totally in. <laughs> Topless, no way. We didn't mention her name, right? No. Good, let's keep it that way. <laughs> let's give the poor girl some privacy. Oh. So, um, <laughs> we since we took a week off, we actually, oddly enough, finally got three voicemails from listeners. Oh my gosh, yeah, we begged. We begged and pleaded. We did, and we, we received from the gods three wonderful voicemails. <laughs> So we disagree on this. I believe we had two people call us. I, I, listeners, you'll be the judge. Obviously, this first one is is legit because I, I know who who called us. So take a listen. Hello, this is Jacob and Emmett, and we love Airful. 
and they, this is the two people that you kept on mentioning in the podcast over and over again. I think we're going to take over soon. Can we listen? Say hi. Hi. So that was Jacob and Emmett of Lore. Of, the, of the stars, the really. The celebrities we've been mentioning the past couple weeks, um, their parents are the hosts of the Mugshot podcast. Yeah. Um, now, wait a minute. How come these two boys haven't taken over the Mugshot podcast? That's know. my question. I don't know. They're very talented. They they probably have so much to do. It's well, they're, their site's high. That's what, ooh. So thank you guys for saying Thanks, hello. Thanks, guys. If you, you know, my next my next challenge to you would be to introduce our podcast and we'll play it at the beginning of a yeah, show. Yeah, I thought they were working up a song for us. Maybe that's their next challenge. Gauntlet Laid. Gauntlet Laid, boys. You, you, I know that the one of them plays guitar very well. Yeah, well, make it happen, Captain. Yeah, Let's make go. it happen. So our second voicemail <laughs> goes a little something like this. What's up, earful family? Uh, this is Pluto. Uh, this is actually how I sound... Um, when I actually speak, they, I don't, I'm not allowed to talk on the cartoons or anything, which is, which is a little weird. So anyway, this is Pluto, the dog, and I was calling to see what you thought about the release of the new Disney train station set that's, uh, pulling into, pulling into other stations around the world. Anyway, bye. Okay, so uh, both Patrick and I had a very similar reaction to this. We both said... Well, no, we, let's just let it go. Let's just let it okay, go. Okay, fine. I, we, we thought maybe it sounded like somebody we knew. Yeah, that's all right. We'll let it go. We're going to let it go. Obviously, that was Pluto. It was very much Pluto. Yeah. And that's what we said. Isn't this Pluto? That sounds like yeah. Pluto. And he's referring to this this brand new Main Street Railroad Lego set that is going for upwards of $300. Holy cow. I, I guessed it was 150 I was very off. It was 300 bucks. So explain this to me. It mm-hmm. is a Lego set of just the train station when you first walk into Walt Disney mm-hmm. World. It's pretty big, though. That's actually pretty cool. I know. I would want it for Christmas, Hank. Wink, wink, wink. Hank? Hank. Who's Hank? I meant to say hint and wink. And I said, Hank. <laughs> Who's Hank? Hank, Hank. My God. Hank Hill. King of the Hill. <sighs> Hank. That wink. actually is really cool. That's a really neat idea. Yeah. Where would you put it? Oh, you know what I would do? I would have it be under my Christmas tree. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that wasn't right. a good idea. Nope. Scrap right. that. That was terrible. <laughs> I thought there was more. Sorry, Patrick. Um, okay, only if you have working trains can we do well, that. Well, I would never take it to school because I feel like the kids would destroy it. Yeah, piece by piece. They would steal things. Oh, yeah. Because they steal things. Um, but I'm thinking like a nice little Christmas display maybe on the mantle. We have a mantle? We do. It's very small. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, um, that's cool. No, that, that, no, what else do you think? I mean, did we cover that good enough? Did we, did we say what we yeah, need to I, say about I, that? Yeah, I think it's great. I, I, there is in the works, I don't want to say in the works, but somebody is trying to get a haunted mansion like oh, that's There's a Christmas. petition. Like they've, they've built the plans that's for it. Christmas. But it's not out. It's not a thing. It's being petitioned to be made. But I would, I would throw all the money at that. Yeah. What we didn't get was Pluto's reaction to it. Yeah, so Pluto, call back in. Yeah, what do you us, think? Yeah, what, and are you happy set? about it? Would yes. you buy? And Pluto, where would you put it? And Pluto, where are you from? I mean, I know, <laughs> I know, know Disney from. World, but I mean, like, where are you actually from, Pluto? Wink, wink, hink, hink, hink. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a third voicemail from the mouse himself. Hey, yeah, this is Mickey Mouse. Uh, this is how I talk. I'm from Disney. You know who I am. Uh, look, I'm 90 years old. I can't do the. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Minnie. Hey, Goofy. I can't. I can't do that anymore. I can't do that all the time. Uh, yeah. Happy you're enjoying the parks, Kate. Uh, I too enjoy the haunted mansion. Uh, Patrick is. 
He's fine, too. Oh, God, he doesn't <laughs> yeah, like you. Last time he was here, he ate all the Dole Whip, which I don't have to tell you is kind of a problem. Uh, you know, I knew a guy who managed an Olive Garden, and they ran out of breadsticks one night, and it got pretty violent, and pretty much the same thing happened here. So I'd say to Patrick, just do all the impressions you want. Just leave some of the, the Dole Whip for the other people in the in the park, okay? Uh, this is Mickey Mouse, uh, Heidi Ho, Hoodly Doo, whatever else you want me to say. Take care. See you soon. I feel like I need a shower after that voicemail. <laughs> I got called out by Mickey Mouse. Like, this is the Mickey Mouse six pack a day Mickey Mouse in a trailer park. Yes, exactly. Like, like saves his money to buy smokes and and can only eat one meal a day. And Heidi it's, Ho and whatever the hell else you want me to say. Isn't Heidi Ho Ranger Joe from Full House? What you've never seen Full House? I have, but I was Ranger in- Joe. Ranger Joe. Joe, he's the best man I know. Ranger See, I was Joe. thinking of Heidi Ho from Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. <laughs> I don't think that was him. That was a no, different kind of poop. Mickey, thank you for calling me. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Mickey, thank you for calling me out about the Dole Whip. I do enjoy he some Dole Whip. He does love his Dole Whip. And I also enjoy some olive bread breadsticks. Yes, we are big Olive Garden fans. So we could be sponsors, <clears throat> Olive Garden. Um Nope, that's not going to work. Nope. Uh, all right. Especially since you went pantsless. They don't like that. It's not sanitary. <laughs> hank, hank. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get right into our main topic this week, which if I can talk. I'm so excited. Wink, wink. We're going to get right into our main topic this week, which is the D23 Expo. This was the event that took place in Anaheim the past three days, and there is just so much to talk about. We have to get right to it. And how how often does D23 happen? Every two years. Every two years. It's a bucket list item I'd like to go in two years. And so what happened, listeners, is that uh, Miss Kate here spent uh, a couple days on her phone screaming at me from whatever room she was in. (laughs) I did, because it wasn't wasn't all live streamed. There were a few panels that were live streamed, but for the most part, it was very secretive. People were told not to film, not to take pictures, which happened anyways. But. Yeah. So I thought I'd be cute one day and, and you know pull up like live stream and then she, that's not <laughs> that's not what that is. I got yelled at. Why do for I sound being like Mickey? Helpful. Because of your like six Mickey. smokes a day <laughs> habit that you have. Uh, so yeah. So everything we we kind of caught was by the way of Twitter and just kept updating the the live stream the scroll the scroll of twitter and then obviously what ends up happening is all all the news sites come out with articles the days afterwards so this is kind of what we've gathered in the past couple days so if we miss anything we're going to try to get the biggest things so in two years we're going we're going pantless (laughs) to d23 we're going we're doing it live and going pantless so the next time it happens is going to be d23 on the 20 and 22 Oh, so close. So close. <laughs> yeah, so far. So close. So let's get started by talking about Epcot, because this was the biggest thing from the D23 Expo with the parks. Um, Epcot, as you have probably heard, is going to be reimagined and re-envisioned, but we just didn't know into what capacity. Now we do, and it's a lot. Yeah. It's quite overdue. And it, Yeah, I was going to say, it is very overdue. It's a very dated park. It's one of my favorites. I love Epcot. But it's not one for kids. So I'm I'm curious to see some of the changes they make I think are are kind of aimed to help that. Oh, absolutely. So the the future world that we have known um is going to be segmented into three new sections called World Celebration, World Discovery and World Nature. This sticking with the World Showcase, World 
some word. <laughs> Got it. World smoking. <laughs> world drinking. Just world, call it world drinking. World pantless. World pantless, yeah. So the new design is going to kind of bring together the front and back sections of the park by creating these neighborhoods. And so they're going to reimagine the entrance fountain. There's going to be a Walt Disney statue. There's a lot of stuff oh, coming. Oh, very neat. Mm-hmm. I did not it's, hear it's that It's pretty one. cool. So the World Celebration Area will still have Spaceship Earth in the center of it, but the ride itself is going to have a shift. They're going to... What, what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> Take a big dump. <laughs> <laughs> we have children listening. Cover your ears, Emmett. The world, the the spaceship Earth is going to be reimagined as well, and we're going to talk a little bit more on that later. I'm a little sad, honestly, when I when I found out what they're going to be doing. They hope they don't take Dame Judy Dench out of it with my dead cold hands. They will. <laughs> that is, that's I can't how it's say her go. name, but so the the new the new ride is hopefully going to reflect um, our our advancement through human evolution as opposed to just communication. As long as they make it right, so it doesn't break down every two seconds, I'm happy. <laughs> We Although, have a lot of breakdowns. No, but we out. have been on it when it's every two seconds it's stopping. And then you're smelling Rome burning forever, which I love. I do. Yeah. I could stay there forever. So then at the center of, of the entrance, we'll, there will be a three-level festival center pavilion. And that's going to be like the focal point um, beyond the ball. It's going to have amazing views for the nighttime shows over World Showcase Lagoon. And it's going to be like in a space space age design, which is going to go along with Space 2020, which is, or excuse me, Space 220, which is the new restaurant coming along with the Guardians ride. There's going to be um, vegetation and foliage on the top level. So it sounds like it's just going to be a beautiful thing, almost kind of like Disney Springs-ish kind of feel, like modern, hip, but sleek. Sounds really cool. So to the left of World Celebration, we have World Discovery. And that is going to be the area that is currently holding Mission Space and Test Track. But they're now going to be joined by Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Yeah, I saw they, they named they it. got they a name. Named it. And it's because that the coaster will now launch backwards, which is going to be really cool. And the, and the cars will spin on the track. Uh, and I did see that. We saw, we saw some bio-reconstruction. I'm, I'm really excited for this ride. Well yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. It's another really great coaster ride. And again, it's something that Epcot has been missing. It's had soaring. And I've, soaring. Soaring. But I've always felt that Test Track was... I, I never understood the appeal of Test Track because you went from zero to 60 in the same amount of time it does in a car. And then you drove around on a track. I do that every day for, to go to work. But do you test your car on the ice and the wind and the, the rocky terrain? Day. Can you design your own car every day? <sighs> I like test track. I, if I miss it, I'm not upset. Yeah. If I miss soaring, I'm very upset. Yeah. So, we'll so Epcot needed this. This is a shot in the arm. So here's my question for you. We have been watching Epcot over the last uh, six months do the whole beginning. That whole that whole uh, entrance has been under yeah. construction. The monoliths are gone. Do you think that this was all part of the plan or do you think that that was just like, we're going to do this and then we'll figure out the rest of it later? Oh, no. They always have a bigger plan. They always have a bigger plan. I mean, you, you can't... It's like a city planner. You can't hope to build a restaurant in the middle of a busy intersection. You have to know what's going there, what the zones are, what the coding is. I think it's very similar with a the theme park. Let's do the zones. The, the zones, zones. The zones. Okay. No, I, I think it's cool. I think I'm, I'm really excited about Epcot. I love Epcot as it is. They they have a whole new uh, uh, sign for the beginning. I mean, the, the, the theming of the, the naming is going to change, too. For Epcot? Yeah. Well, <laughs> 
Is this a Bob Disney rumor? Oh. <laughs> How did that happen? I didn't even plan that sound effect to go off, but it was perfectly tied. No. We're keeping it. We're keeping it. I'm not editing it. That was glorious. No, I'm serious. They're, they're going to change the, the sign. The welcoming sign for Epcot. It's going to get a whole new facelift. What's that going to look like? I don't know. Oh, you're just spitballing I'm, no, here. I'm, no, I saw that. Point it out. Fact check. To Google. To Google you go. While he's doing that, World Discovery will also have the brand new restaurant Space 220, which um, is being labeled as a dining experience 220 miles in the air. And it's going to be very immersive, and we'll get to that a little bit later. Also, the Play Pavilion, which is formerly the Wonders of Life, will have park goers entering where they can learn, play, and explore. They're going to get to interact with Edna Mode along with Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby. <laughs> they get to get into a water balloon fight with these guys from DuckTales. And then the woo-hoo. final... DuckTales, woohoo! The final major neighborhood, World Nature, is going to be on the right side of World Celebration. And this is where it's going to be the land and the sea pavilions. Um, the land is getting a brand new movie called Awesome Planet that's going to come in 2020. And then World Nature, this is a new announcement, will also house... Moana attraction, Journey of Water. That's going to be awesome. And apparently it's a walkthrough attraction. Hmm. There's no cars. You just walk through and they're saying that you're going to be able to interact with water in really cool ways. I'm excited to see what that is. I love Moana. I love the music. Yeah, that's really awesome. I think it's an odd choice for Epcot. I, I would have liked to have seen Moana maybe perhaps at Animal Kingdom. That's just my thought. I think Animal Kingdom... I don't think she fits in with... I understand, but I think Animal Kingdom's kind of uh, full right now. Yeah, but it has lots of room still. And Epcot, it does, but I think Epcot needs it. Okay. And then, of course, um, the other world location is the World Showcase, which is not being renamed. But, 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 this is a huge but, (laughs) we're going to have um, improvements in China, Canada, and France... And also, we're going to get Cherry Tree Lane in United Kingdom. We're going to have a Mary Poppins-themed ride. <sighs> You're not a big fan? No. I mean, that's great, but yeah. I'm just excited for it to get an update. That's going to be so cool. Well, no. And again, I'm going to go back to the World Showcase is awesome. As an adult, it's awesome. As a kid, it's boring. Well, unless you love so the characters. Now, it's still boring. No. So Yeah. So now you've got Ratatouille ride in France. You had the Mary Poppins ride. You've got the Cinco de Mayo <laughs> ride in Mexico. Or the, the Three Amigos. Whatever. You've got the... Okay. All right. I'm just not going to talk. Clearly. What the hell is going on well, over there? Clearly, I forgot to... Um, I forgot to delete some of the, the, the sound effects from last episode, but I think they're really adding a lot oh to this episode. Oh, my God. Everyone took their headphones off. <laughs> anyway, it's only when I talk. What's the deal with that? It, it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. So let's get more into this Mary Poppins attraction. So this is the first ever attraction inspired by Mary Poppins in the parks. Um, guests will get to step in time down Cherry Tree Lane. Well, see what you did there? past Admiral Boom's house, then enter number 17, home of the Banks family, where your adventure will begin. Inside the Magic, great website, has guessed that this ride may be an attraction inspired by the balloon scene in Mary Poppins Returns or the tub scene, go underwater. We never saw Mary Poppins Returns. We didn't, sadly. We love Lin-Manuel. We need to. Yeah. We need to. Let's, let's turn it off right now. Cool. All, right. All right, see you later. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> uh, going back to Moana, the journey of water. Uh, It is billed to be an attraction that will let guests interact with magical living water in a beautiful and inspiring setting. 
And as we said, probably a walkthrough attraction. The Space 220 restaurant, according to the Disney food blog, it will open in winter 2019, which is soon. And it's run by the Patina Group, who also runs several other restaurants throughout the parks and in Disney Springs. The restaurant will take guests on a dining adventure 220 miles above Epcot. Guests will board an elevator that will simulate real-time rocketing into orbit as they travel to a space station hovering above the Earth, and diners will see daytime and nighttime views of Earth as they're surrounded by a full panoramic view of space. Daytime? Nighttime. 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 Along with that, we mentioned the Cosmic Rewind coaster, and again, according to the Disney Food Blog, Cosmic Rewind will begin with guests entering the Galaxarium, where they will (laughs) then board a Nova ship to see Earth from space. Very, very cool. I'm. I think I'm really excited because it's like the only Marvel thing we can let in the parks. Yeah. On this side of the country, Mississippi. I, I apologize. I, I'm not finding it. I, I swear I saw that Epcot was it's getting okay. a whole new signage. Patrick, I apologize. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but we have episode notes every week that we you know put sources in. Or wait, let me let me rephrase. I put sources in. I'm. I'm sorry. There's. It feels like there's a point coming. You're welcome to use it. I, I'm not seeing it. You do it. have shared access. What is your point? I'm saying maybe just fact check yourself, you know? I'm not getting the point. What's the point? CYA. Well, I mean, especially because you're pantsless, CYA. I feel like if I talk, something else is going to come bouncing out. Some sound is going to come screaming nope, at I, me. I made sure everything else All is right. muted, so you're good. Okay. And then something we mentioned a couple of uh, episodes ago, we mentioned the Odyssey Pavilion. There is something coming to the Odyssey Pavilion, the Epcot Experience. And according to WDW Info, this will be a futuristic preview center for all the new attractions, restaurants, and more coming to the parks. So Disney said that this experience will allow guests to discover engaging and interactive exhibits that allow you to step inside the relentless innovation, energy, and excitement and see some never-before-revealed details driving the future of Epcot all throughout this unprecedented period of transformation. Hmm. So you'll get to see some sneak peeks of things. Along with that, Epcot got really cool new attraction posters and logos, and these posters were created by pop culture artists Eric Tan and Stacey Ayama. And they're really, really neat. They look kind of retro. They look kind of modern. It's, it's really neat. Do you see the picture on the, the show notes, Patrick? Yeah, I see yeah. No, you're not. You're just scrolling. It's okay. I'm going to keep going. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I mentioned before that um, Epcot will also be getting its own Walt Disney statue. That's exciting. It is, it's pretty cool. It, it's, it's very casual. The, the new statue is going to be placed within the, the World Celebration neighborhood. <laughs> and uh, this is going to be known as Dreamer's Point which will also be home to an interactive fountain with Walt, along with some really beautiful gardens and a wishing tree. So now I'm seeing the little thumbnail you have here of Mm -hmm. the statue. It's an artist rendering. Mm -hmm. And it looks like uh, Walt is sitting on the stairs here, Mm -hmm. and he looks a little upset. Because Epcot is not the way he thought it was oh going God, to he's be. He's crying. You can't even see it in the rendering. He's actually crying. This is not what I wanted. Don't you think that this new like renovation is, though, within the spirit of him... Like, moving forward? Um, I, look, I think that Walt would be thrilled. I think Walt would be thrilled with what's happening and what they've done. you spoken done. to him about it? Uh, no, but Bob seems <laughs> to think that Walt would be very happy You know, I ha- I'm so sorry. I never thought to ask, what does Bob Disney think about all these updates so far? That's funny. We talked before the show began that Bob tried to get press passes and was denied. Oh. Yeah, denied press passes to D23. Tough. Subject matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, because his whole thing, of course, was all the railings that they were going to be putting in and wanted detailed railings, um, 
you know, and, and they said no. He didn't get it. He did not get it. I'm so sorry, Bob. But you know what? I feel like in a future episode, Bob's going to have his own uh, D24. <laughs> <laughs> or or Bob could have the odd, the off year. Okay. So it'll be B. No, Bob, B- could, have, Bob could have D23 and D23. Oh, my gosh. I th- it'll be B. B23. B- B23. That's just going to happen. In 2023. Yep. Hold Very your good. cards. We have a bingo. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on the ticketing site right now and make our tickets for that. My God, that's awesome. Yeah, right? B23. Bob okay. Disney. Uh, we talked earlier about how Spaceship Earth is going to get a refurbishment. This makes me really sad. Yeah. I love this ride. Yep. I understand that it does need some updates. It so. Does. Here's what's going to happen. The ride will still have many of the scenes that we we have come to love, um, but we're also going to get new scenes, a new score, and there's going to be a new narrator. <sighs> yeah, I know. Well, who? Who? I know. I who? It's not announced yet. Bob Disney? I, I think he's in the running. <laughs> I think that that's, that's actually kind of sad. Who would you want to see reimagine Spaceship Earth? You could pick anybody. Uh, Morgan Freeman? McGonagall. Maggie Smith, that is an excellent choice, sir. <laughs> I could not be more proud of you right now. I'm so happy that you said that. Yeah, no, I think... I have, dame yeah. Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith. We have to have another dame. dame that's right. We One have dame to have another for another. Dame. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... No, I, I, that is actually really sad, because I do love that ride, and I do love her voice, and... Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm a little sad about that. The only thing that would make that better is if they can have animatronics that would actually reach out and slap you. <laughs> Why would they slap you? Because that's progress, baby. <laughs> get, get, get your <laughs> Whoa! Use the oh language my God, there. I'm so sorry, I swore. Oh, we could put a honk can, honk in I there. I can bleep it. They're going to put a honk honk in there. I'm going to hink hink. <laughs> hink hink! <laughs> don't swear. Okay, I mean, we're not even done with Epcot yet. Then they went to go talk about Epcot Forever. Talk about. Talk about. And so Epcot Forever is the what show, oddly enough, that's going to be temporary. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start in October. It's going to play probably through May of 2020. And then we're getting a brand new nighttime spectacular called Harmonious. Actually, I know the, the temporary one I've, I've actually read a little bit more about. Have you? Yeah. Go for it. It goes boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Ooh, crackles. Yeah, they're going to throw crackles. They're cereal. <laughs> no. Snap, crackle, and pop. No. Okay. Crackles are fireworks. Fine, Shame scrap on you. that idea. Shame Terrible on idea. You. Why would I want to eat boom, during boom, a fireworks boom, show? Boom, crackle, crackle, crackle. It's going to be beautiful mm-hmm. from what I hear. So Epcot Forever, they played some of the music from it, and I have a little clip so I, I want to play it oh, for Is this right for real? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's not us. <laughs> is that Bob Disney? It's not. That's Don Harper. He's the composer. So that's just a little a little teaser of that. You can view the whole video on um, Disney Parks YouTube channel, which we would like you to do because that's what we got the source from. So I I guess in 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 seeing this, I why wouldn't this be the permanent replacement? This looks really cool. Am I wrong? Or are you thinking like, oh, this is okay? I, I didn't see any of it, so because I don't 
I don't know. Um, but I, I didn't see any of it, but I, I didn't see, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what that's what that to expect from. I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. Why wouldn't they keep that for the long term? Unless harmonious is going to be just so good that they're like, this is just, this is just going to be like an appetizer because harmonious is the one that we've been talking about having the kites and the skidoos and, and all the new effects that they're bringing out. Well, and, for it, it. and it might honestly be a case of that. What they want to do is just not ready yet. Like they are under a time crunch now, and they think, "Well, we don't. This is we need some more time. Like, throw this show out there." It's Wouldn't fine. that suck to be the composer and be like, "We want you to compose a show yeah. for Disney." Absolutely, that's only gonna be played for six months. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? What? But yeah. they're still but gonna pay. I, I don't know. They're do gonna you, pay. Them. Do you think that there's a chance that if it does well enough, they would move that over to the Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom? No, because but it's Animal Epcot Kingdom. Forever. They, they'd have to rethink everything. Animal Kingdom. It has rivers of light. It needs more. I I think why can't Disney do a nighttime show around the lagoon in Magic Kingdom? That's my thought. I mean, they have the the nighttime elect not not, not even the electrical parade anymore. They have the water parade. Well, they also have Magic Kingdom. Also has the boom 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 boom. The big boom boom. The big boom boom. That was in capitals. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of Magic Kingdom, we can now get away from Epcot. We've talked all about Epcot. Wait, I didn't hear you talk about the Beauty and the Beast sing along. I have. That was not a D twenty three thing, Patrick. No, Patrick, there's a thing called show notes yeah. that you should probably clear things on with me beforehand. Yeah. Okay, I, moving on. I read too. We're going to go to Magic Kingdom now, as we just said, and uh, we got a look, another a, a more in-depth look at the costumes and ride vehicles for Tron Light Cycle. So the cast member costumes are very sleek looking. Um, they are black with some teal and white accents on them. And then the light cycle looks so cool. The, the vehicle that you're going to be riding on, it just it looks directly out of Tron, the, the updated movie, not right. the old one. Yep. Um, and well, similar to the old movie, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, the construction's coming along on that ride as well, but just something else to get us excited. And then um, we also got a similar look. It's, again, concept art at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So we got a look at what the outside of the Grauman's Chinese Theater will look like. But other than that, we got a short little synopsis of what the ride will be. And the idea is that you're going to be put into the world of one of the Mickey Mouse shorts. Once you step into the cartoon with Mickey and Minnie, you'll board a train with Goofy as the engineer, where you'll then travel on a zany, out-of-control adventure filled with surprising twists and turns. Oh, so zany. So zany, so wild. On top of that, this is very interesting. Now now this starts to get kind of interesting because this is kind of all business related. Disney is going to release a brand new app called Disney Genie. And this makes me a little nervous for all the travel agents out there. Disney Genie is going to be designed to help you make the most out of your visit. It will provide customized itineraries geared to your interests. Does that sound familiar? It will also tell you what you'd like to experience, and it will evaluate millions of options to present you with an optimal day. Sounds like a tool that a Disney planner could use. Yeah, and I'm, what I'm hoping that it doesn't do is automatically go online for you at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. to make your fast pass and dining, because that is, that is really like... Your bread and butter. big thing. Yeah, it's my bread and butter, and it's, it's the big thing of what I do for my clients. So if this takes the place of it, I'm not too worried Simply because Disney has a lot of issues with their apps and websites. Yeah. So I'm hoping that um, this just like adds to the the experience. And, you know, um, one screenshot I saw of it said that it would recommend the best time to go to an attraction. Like, go at three to four. It's going to be this long of a wait. It mm. had guesstimates. So places like touring plans 
that makes me nervous for them because they're sure. such a wonderful website. What a what a font of information that website is. True. But that is that is what they do. They tell you. They give you customized touring plans. That's why it's called touring plans. You know. Huh. Huh, how about that? So um, so yeah, we'll have to keep our eyes out for Disney Genie. Another article that came out. It wasn't really at D twenty three, but it came out in the past kind of couple days. There's a Target store coming to Disney World. Thank God. And there's going to be a ton of pop-up stores worldwide. So Target and Disney are joined together and will launch 25 Disney stores within select Target stores nationwide on October 4th with 40 more opening by oh. October 2020. See, I went the other way with that. What I thought think? they were going to open Target stores inside Walt Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when you're walking around Walt Disney World, you're like, hey, you know what? I need soap. Because the reusable plastic bags <laughs> in the parks are too expensive. You have to go to Target to get them. I need soap. Let's so, go to Target. The shop within a shop will feature enhanced assortments of more than 450 Disney items, including more than 100 products that were previously only available at Disney retail locations. Be smart. Use your red card. Get 5% off. And that, that, is, a, that is a boon for Target for Christmas because, mm-hmm. man, those will be crowded. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. The hits just keep on coming. Keep we coming. got some details, finally, on the Star Wars Hotel, and it sounds amazing. So guests will not be able to, to book a one-night vacation. What? Nope. It has to be at least two. And the two-night adventure will take place aboard the Starship Halcyon. And the participants will become a part of the stories around them in their galactic journey. Now, this is according to Walt Disney World News Today. Uh-huh. So take it for what you will. Right. The rumor is that the three-day, two-night stay at the Galactic Star Cruiser will cost $3,300 for a single person. Humana, humana, humana. It's $7,200 for a cabin of five people. For one, for one day? For, for their three-day, two-night stay. However, within that, wow. I feel like you're going to be getting tickets. You're going to be getting dining. I feel like that's not just to stay. It's the whole experience. They will sell out. And that's why they can do that. That's why they can offer that price point. They will sell out. But I guess they figured out that you know, if you stay with five people for seven twenty seven seven thousand two hundred dollars, it comes out to something like I don't know fourteen fifteen hundred. So it's not as bad as it would be for one person. Darth I don't know why Vader, you want to be there by yourself. Darth Vader better come and serve me breakfast. That's all I have to say. I think he would with an apron on, bacon Here and eggs. Are your eggs. <laughs> that was a little Sean Connery in the Darth Vader. That's who plays it. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Bob oh. Disney's version. Did you fact check that on our show notes? Uh, yeah, I did. Thank okay. you. Yeah, great. Sean Connery plays Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. They also released uh, some concept art. You it's our word of the day. Mouth. Okay. For Reflections, a Lakeside Lodge, Disney's uh, newest hotel offering coming in 2022. This is being built near Fort Wilderness on the shores of Bay Lake. There will be 900 rooms as well as Disney Vacation Club rooms. It's going to be the 16th Disney Vacation Club property. And along with that, they also announced in the world of dining that a Princess and the Frog restaurant is coming to this hotel. girls are losing their mind. Finally brought one. People were saying, why not Port Orleans? Oh, that that would have made total sense. It would have made a lot more sense, but you know. They probably want to they know more than we people do. to sure. come to here, but I, this is oh, this princess. Awesome. We have to do that. Beignets have to absolutely. Do that. Have to do I that. love jumbo. Woohoo, jambalaya. <laughs> oh, thank you. Jumbo, not jumbo. <laughs> jumbo, jumbo, everybody. <laughs> jumbo I'm Kate. saying the wrong word today for everything. That's all right. I don't look up anything. <clears throat> 
Now we're kind of getting out of the D23 Expo a little bit. This is more of the parks news. We learned a new Cirque du Soleil show is coming to Disney Springs in 2020. How about that? So that that's why they haven't taken down the, the big Cirque. old building. Yeah. So it hasn't been named yet, but this sounds really cool. It's going to be inspired by the magic of Disney Animation. What a surprise there. Mm-hmm. With collaboration between Disney Animation Studios, Disney Imagineering, and Cirque du Soleil, it will open March 20th, 2020, and premiere April 17th, 2020. Tickets are on sale now. Mm. Sounds awesome. Mm. Oh, man. So much, so much. So much. I, we're in the home stretch, so, are so we stick really? with us. Yeah, right. we'll kind of we'll kind of speed through these because these are these are now not technically on the Disney World Resort. These are in Disneyland and beyond. I have the question of the week when you're when we get to it. When we get to it, you'll know the moment to say it. I know. I know okay. the moment. At Disneyland, we're going to get an Avengers campus. So they've already been talking about That's some of the things coming. Disneyland. Disneyland. California. You're going to get a brewery, an Ant-Man brewery, a uh, Spider-Man ride. A microbrewery. How intelligent is that? It's so fun. Isn't that fun? That's intelligent. And uh, now we have a name for the actual land. It's called Avengers Campus. And apparently, they're also working on some some rides. But this is not in Disneyland. It's like it's like Hong Kong Disney, oh, and Shanghai, yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. There was this big buzz about a secret Walt Disney project. And I made the call. I said, that's not going to be nothing. And you were so right. Nothing. Because what it came to be was this thing called A Day at Disney, which is a joint effort and collaboration between Disney Publishing Worldwide and Disney+. Plus. This is going to be two things. First of all, a coffee table book. Oh, gosh. But also a documentary series on Disney Plus that will highlight the people who work at Disney. Yeah. So the episode, A Day in the Life with Captain Jim, <laughs> is going to go yes, through Jim needs the Yes, to get roof. on that. He would be perfect for it. Oh my gosh, he'd be amazing at that. Yeah. A Day in the Life of Captain Jim. I just, the camera zooms in on a young girl who has tripped and skinned her knee on the <laughs> cement at Hollywood Studios. And there's Captain Jim to the rescue. <laughs> a scene, next scene, a gentleman, is, a little small child is dancing on a trash can. And there's Captain Jim to the rescue. To save him. Get off that trash can, you kid. <laughs> Put some pants on. Oh, my gosh. Captain Jim, I am on your side. I want this to happen for you. And then last but not least, uh, in the world of Disneyland and beyond, we are getting another Disney Cruise Line ship called the Disney Wish and, not to be outdone, a brand new island. I'm sorry. Did you say a brand new island? You bet I did. How do they create a brand new island? I don't know how they they probably bought it, but you know, oh, okay. that's Disney magic, really. So, so sorry the people of Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Grenada. <laughs> oh, not Grenada. Oh, no. Um, the Disney Wish will be themed with uh, the helm being Rapunzel and her friend Pascal. Oh. And then the uh, the new island is called Eleuthera. And the DCL port will be at Lighthouse Point. Huh. Looks beautiful from the concept oh, art. Oh, sure, sure, sure. The artist rendering. Mm. That's our word of the day. Artist rendering. KJ. Now I'm going to fly through these because I, I there's just too much, guys. I'm in overload. Here's a little bit on the movies and TV coming to Disney in the next couple years. We're, we're going to get Frozen 2, Sterling K. Brown, and Evan Rachel Wood joined on to voice <sighs> some characters there. They added Kit Harington of Game of Thrones fame to the Eternals. You know nothing. They announced Pixar's Soul, uh, which will be starring Tina Fey and Jamie Foxx. Isn't that, you love Tina Fey. I do. Uh, the Rock and Emily Blunt came out to uh, promote Jungle Cruise, which actually looks a lot of fun. Your family. Your family now. 
Rise of Skywalker got a sizzle reel that came out today. Looks awesome. Mm. Having Ray sport some sort of double-sided lightsaber and uh-huh. Sith robes. Uh-huh. And I was geeking out. Uh-huh. We got a, a look into Maleficent, Mistress of Evil with Angelina Jolie and Michelle Again? Pfeiffer. Again? Yeah, absolutely. We got a first look at Emma Stone in the Cruella de Vil film. Mm-hmm. We got a Lady in the Tramp trailer. I, I didn't see that. I have super to see that. cute. The dogs are so that. cute. I have to see that. We got the announcement of a new film called Raya and the Last Dragon. Jeez, dragons are popular. They are. And then we got a look into the film Onward starring Chris Pratt and our poor, poor boy, Tom Holland. Thank God they're using Tom Holland. Get him into something else. That's right. TV-wise, just a couple of things. We got a Mandalorian trailer, which looks awesome. So cool. What was his name? Um, what? Boba Fett? No, um, um, that played the mandolin in um, Iron Man. Um, uh, um, the Mandarin? Yeah. What Not was the it? mandolin. He played the mandolin, too. What was his name? Uh, ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Is, this uh, it? is like, that it? Is no, he doing this? No, that is not it, because oh, it, it's it. Mandarin, like an orange, not an uh, instrument. My bad. Uh, we also had the very exciting announcement that Ewan McGregor is coming to Disney Plus to do a Kenobi series. I will geek out hard I on that. I will watch the crap out of that. Look, I almost <laughs> swore I stopped myself. Then along with that, we're getting a She-Hulk series, a Miss Marvel series. Thank God. A brand new Muppets unscripted Thank series. God. Unscripted. Yeah, unscripted. I'm happy. And last but not least, at the bottom of the pile, High School Musical, the musical, the series. I'm sorry, what now? High School Musical, the musical, the series. Why would you bring that up? I had to. In reporting. I don't have to like it. I have to report on it. Are you exhausted? I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. So here's my question of the week. Yes. My question of the week is, how many of our listeners are going to subscribe to Disney Plus? No, I see your hand up. Yep. But how many of our listeners are actually going to spend? And what, do we have a cost yet? Um, I thought I saw like plans somewhere in the neighborhood of six ninety nine and like eleven ninety nine. Oh, it's not terrible. I'll fact check if you keep talking. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm sitting here pantsless. Um, very excited about Kenobi because I love you and McGregor, and I love Sir Alec Guinness, and I love his beer. And seven dollars uh, a month. There it is. There it goes. Yeah. It. And I heard I, I read somewhere this weekend that it, it's gonna uh, limit you to four devices per account. Oh, which is not good that's for us. Awful. <laughs> we we get in the habit of uh we have many friends based on our uh, our watching uh, somebody has Hulu, someone has Four Netflix, devices. someone has Amazon Prime. We have yet to, to join in the fray, so we said we're gonna we're gonna buy Disney Plus for you all. And I guess it's only going to be three others <laughs> joining us. Well, I got two in my head. Who's the third? Oh, yeah, I know the third. I think it has to be a rubric system of who already, you know, <laughs> subscribed to like Hulu and Amazon and right. HBO. And yeah. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. So yeah. we got to pull our own weight. All right, we'll do that. We'll do that. We might have to buck up and get the $14 plan. I think we should. Plan. I think we should. We should. Worth it's exciting it. times, man. Worth it. So many things coming out. And, and I mean, there's so many things we didn't even touch because, like I said, guys, we were trying to focus on the Disney World announcements. And then in the excitement, I wanted to talk a little bit about the movies and the TV and just and the stuff with Disneyland. And So it's over. Oh D23 oh is God. done. Thank it's God. done. It's in the books. This was, this was so nerve-wracking this week because we had to wait until Sunday to get all the news. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't lose any sleep. I know it. you didn't because you don't look at the show notes. Put well, some pants on. This is going to go bad for me when we're done recording. No, it's not. All right. No, it's not. So, um, yeah, like like Patrick said, are you going to subscribe to Disney Plus? But also, too, I think we need to have a, a follow up question just to deal with D twenty three. Is what is the thing that you're most excited about coming to the parks? And tell us something we did not cover. 
Yeah, because there's there's been so much, guys. I mean, but we, you have to be, you have to fact check it. You just can't make up stuff like Bob oh, Disney does. I'll leave you with one last news clip. All right, this is a great way to end the show. Oh, we're ending the show. Yeah, this is it. This is the last oh episode. Oh my god! Uh, there's a there's let me put a, my pants on a hygiene ban on the pants <laughs> issue. Um, read an article today on Facebook uh-huh. that apparently when they open Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in just a couple of days, it's so exciting. It's already open. Isn't it? No, twenty ninth. Okay. They're going to be opening some restaurants in the hotels and elsewhere at 2.30 in the morning. 2.30. For what? I'm assuming for for those park guests that are thinking that that they're going to go and wait outside to rope drop. Because remember, they're doing the extra magic hour at 6, 6.30, somewhere in there. So they, they got to figure at 5 o'clock, 5.30, oh they're going to get in the buses. No, nay, nay, I say, they're going to get in the buses at like 3, 4. They're, they're, some parent is going to wake their child up at 2.30 in the morning to go have breakfast? I would do it if I had a kid. I would not suck let it up, you. get out of I bed. I would not Put let your you. pants on, Patrick. Put your pants on. And get out so of bed. We're getting the muffin and going to the bus. Oh, dear. If it was me, I'd be like, no, we're not eating yet. Don't even go. We're going to eat there. I want Bantha food. I want blue milk at 6 a.m. in the morning, the, the, the spiked kind. Uh, yeah, that'll be you. That'll totally be you. If it, Listen, if that was the time slot I could reserve, I wouldn't do it because I'd get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, wow, what an episode. Like we said, let us know if you're going to subscribe to Disney+. Plus. Let us know what your favorite announcement out of D23 was. And until next week, have a jolly holiday of a week. We'll see you soon. Bye. See you on the day.